Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and we're going to continue to look at these, these very uh, clarifying responses to who Jesus is and what he has done. And, and really, we're, we're working through John chapter 12. Now, let me just remind us uh, that we have been on this journey where Jesus has, he has been performing these, these seven signs. These seven signs are not just miracles, they're signs that reveal his identity. And now we're, we're kind of getting to the moment of truth where people are saying, you know what, here's what I believe about Jesus. You have the religious leaders, they're saying, you know what, we, we hate him and we want to kill him. You have um, these uh, Mary and Martha who are, they are, have gratitude in Lazarus. They have gratitude for Jesus or toward Jesus for what he has done. You have the this man, Judas, this disciple of Jesus, who's the betrayer, and he is using Jesus and the things of God for his own benefit. And now we're going to see a, a, a very interesting, I guess, uh, result of being near Jesus, being someone who has gratitude and faith in Jesus, being someone whose life has been impacted by Jesus. And so turn with me to John chapter 12, verses 9 and t- nine through 11, and, and look at this Look at this situation where you have someone who is near Jesus, who experiences the animosity of those who hate Jesus. Verse 9, it says, when, when the large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. Now, naturally, they're going to want to see this man who's been raised from the dead. Let's go check out Jesus, this incredible man who's performing these signs. And we're, we're considering that maybe he is the Messiah. But also, let's look at this man who is a friend of Jesus, someone whose life has been radically transformed by Jesus from death to life. They want to see him. But now look at verse 10. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well. Because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. This is crazy. This man has been resurrected from the dead. This man is a living testament to the identity of Jesus, to the power of God. He was dead. He is alive. Those who worship or or say they worship the one true God, these religious leaders, the the Pharisees and the chief priests, they should be marveling. They They should be the first to line up and say, well, there is something special about Jesus. But instead they say, we've got to get rid of the evidence We've got to take out Jesus. We've got to make sure there's nothing left that points to Jesus as the Messiah whatsoever. Instead of considering the evidence, they decide. They decide to take place, take part in this conspiracy to, to murder Lazarus. This is crazy. This is the, the extreme that people will go to to resist believing in Jesus as the Messiah. Other people are believing in Jesus. We can't let that happen. We need to shut this down. We need to shut this down. Now, there are people in the world who believe in Jesus, and this is their experience right now. There are places in Asia and in Africa where being a Christian, and in India where being a Christian, your life is in jeopardy. I recognize most people watching this. You're in, you, you live in, in the United States, and, and so you, you have some freedoms. 
And yet, even you and I, we live in a world that uh, we've talked about it a few days ago is increasingly hostile to those who would be, who, who would claim Christ. Those who would teach the, the, the open statement of truth, the pure word of God, without cutting out the, the tough, spot, st- tough spots and avoiding the hard issues. And this just, again, this, this shows us Lazarus, his life is in jeopardy because he has been radically transformed by Jesus. This means that you are going to face those who will, who will persecute you. You will face those who will dismiss you. You will face those who will exclude you. You will face those. I was talking to a woman just this week. There, there, she's, she's in a world where there are people who lie about her because she is a Christian, because she stands on the truth. This is the world we live in. Now, I share this with you simply to, to ask you to, to be courageous in this world. To not be given to fear. To not be intimidated when the, those of this world will look at you and they will dismiss you or they, or they will attack you because you are in Christ. This is the reality we live in. But here's the hope. Because Lazarus was a testimony to Jesus, other people believed in Jesus. Let me, let me say this so clearly. Because you are a testimony to Jesus in a world that is increasingly antagonistic toward Christ. Because you stand faithfully in Christ, others will believe in Christ. Grandparents listening, your faith standing unashamedly, gently, and lovingly, that will make a difference for your grandchildren. Uh, Those who are teachers in the church, those who listen to you teach, they need your courage. They need you to stand regardless of what the culture says so that they will in fact not believe in a figment of their imagination that is Christ, but they will believe in the actual biblical Christ. They need you not to cut corners. They need you not to soften the truth. They need you not to avoid what is difficult. They need you to believe and to do so publicly, visibly, and boldly. And look at this. They will end up, others will end up believing in Jesus. It might put a target on you. It might make people antagonistic toward you. You might lose friends. You might lose jobs. Some in this world will lose their life, but it is worth it because you have an eternity waiting for you and you have this guarantee of salvation because Jesus already died and conquered death and has been resurrected. Lazarus should not lead you to be full of courage. This man, Jesus, resurrected. He, He is a recognition that Jesus will in fact resurrect resurrect you. You will be resurrected to eternal life. So don't be intimidated. Don't be bullied. Don't be, don't be put in a spot where you're fearful, timid, and quiet. Rather, be a light. Live as a testimony for Christ and trust that God will use you to lead others to believe in Jesus. This is our ancient way for our modern day.